In this video, I want to share some thoughts on color photography, and I want to start by sharing some books with you guys. These are some things that I ordered from Amazon over the last week. This first one is a book by Ernst Haas. This one is called Color Correction. It's on Steidl, and it is amazing. Another book that I think is probably one of the most important books on color photography in the last 20 years is Saul Lighter. This is called Early Color. I didn't just order this. I've had this for quite a while, actually, but I'm going to use it in my discussion today because I think this one is absolutely seminal. Another one that I got is Luigi Geary's Kodachrome. Now this book is not currently in print, but I was able to find a new used copy that was still in shrink wrap on Amazon. Geary is a very important photographer. He's a very well-known Italian photographer, and I think probably one of the most important color photographers of our time. So I'd like to start our discussion with a spread from the Luigi Geary Kodachrome book. And one of the things that I have always admired and loved about Geary's work is that the role color plays in the photograph. It's never cluttered. It generally stands alone or it's on a very limited color palette. You know, if you think of painters and when you are painting and creating the entire scene with paint, you come up with a color palette that will define the color scheme that you're using on the image. Now, we don't do that in photography, but Geary finds a way to present a color palette in photography. And so it's, it's very minimalist in some way. And color always serves a specific role or function in the photograph. And I think this is important. And this is something that I've given a lot of thought to over the years, just struggling with my own work and my own approach to color. And it is difficult because we obviously, or most of us anyway, see in color. And so what we're representing in a photograph is something that is out of the ordinary. It's not something that you would see in day-to-day -day life. So color does serve a very specific role. I got conflicted early on when I first took visual design courses and I had some graphic design classes in college. And one of the things I was taught in graphic design is that if you're designing a logo or a layout or whatever that is, you always want to make it work in black and white. You never want it dependent on the color. And then what that does is that gives you versatility later on when you start applying colors to it. Now in photography, I think that's very different. And it's taken me a few years to kind of get my head around that. But in photography, we're not looking necessarily for versatility in that color palette by just thinking in black and white terms. The color exists. And so color in photography does play a fundamental role in the composition. Historically, photography did not begin with color process. The earliest examples of photography are always some kind of monochrome. They're not exactly a true black and white. Daguerre types have a certain look to them. Early tintypes have a certain look. And I think it's particularly interesting if you look at the early work of Fox Talbot. There are all kinds of different colors on those prints. Cyanotypes is a blue process. And it's really interesting because it wasn't until much later, initially with glass plates, that we had any kind of process for doing color work. Now, the early color processes were pretty crude at best, and they had a certain look to them. But it's also interesting because in the history of the acceptance of photography as an art form, 
that has undergone a lot of change too, and color work was not accepted for a long time. In fact, color was just not taken seriously. Fine art photography had to be black and white or some kind of monochrome. That's just the way it was. And it wasn't until the early 1950s when the Museum of Modern Art in New York did a show that featured some color photographs interestingly enough, by Ernst Haas, who I showed you the work of earlier. So Ernst Haas was one of the first photographers to be displayed. He was the first photographer to be displayed in a serious art museum. A little bit later, MoMA did a solo show with William Eggleston, which is historically significant for being the first one-man show. But the first color images that were shown were Ernst Haas. One point that I want to put a particular emphasis on is that color is most effective when it serves a specific purpose. And I think like in the examples of all three of the photographers that I'm showing you here, Luigi Geary, Ernst Haas, and Saul Leiter, there's always a specific reason. The color has a function within the image. It's not just something that happened to be in the image at the time it was photographed. And what's interesting too is all three of these photographers, I would hesitate to call any of them street photographers, but they have that approach to their work. It's more improvisational. It's not set up. It's not in a studio where they control the lighting. It's simply being out in something that catches their eye that they have particular interest in. They record that as an image. And I think that's really important. If you take away nothing else, it's that color should serve a purpose in an effective image. It's also quite interesting to look at where we are as photographers today and what tools are at our disposal. We can literally bring an image into Photoshop and change colors. We have way more control than photographers did in the past. And it's interesting to see how that's become a part of our image culture. You know, when Instagram was launched and it was one of the first apps to feature filters as part of the processes of uploading an image, and people would take that in and obviously think, well, I got to put it through filters and sweeten it. And I think that it's a mindset that's permeated somewhat. And even though is you know, if you're a serious photographer, you're probably not using Instagram filters, but you might be sweetening your image with Visco filters or something like that before you put it into Instagram. And it's just become a part of that process. And I think even with the tools that are available with video technology now, with color grading, it's pretty amazing some of the things that we can do. Another thing that's quite interesting and I think really exciting is the resurging interest in analog photography. Kodak has announced that they are going to bring back Ektachrome this year. And if you shoot film, there are an impressive amount of options even still today, even though that's become a very niche industry, um, you still have those options there and there's different looks to them. I mean, back in the days where I only shot film, I remember when I got into color and it was just, I became obsessed with the differences that you would have in the look of something like Fuji Velvia versus Superior versus Actachrome versus C41 films, whatever that was. And for me, it was almost to the point where, you know, there would be an image that I had in mind that I wanted to get and is the right film in the camera and what am I shooting with today and really just obsessing over it much. I guess in the same way that we do with kind of filters today or something like that. But what's interesting is the older I get and the reason that I chose the three photographers today that I did is I think it's really important um, as photographers not to let the materials necessarily dictate what we're doing. For example, all three of the photographers that I've showed you today, Luigi Geary, Ernst Haas, and Saul Leiter, all shot on Kodachrome. They all have completely different looks to their work. It might as well be three different film types, but what they did is they found a way to work with the material. They were consistent with it and they developed their own style within that as well. And as I keep saying over and over again, color is going to be the most effective when it serves a specific purpose to the image. And we consider things like palette and what's going on and, and, and all those things are what are going to make our images more effective in the end. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Anyway, I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. So please leave me a comment on your thoughts on color as well. I will link up to all three of these books. I got them all on Amazon. The Luigi Geary book, I 
don't believe is in print, but it's pretty easy to find a used copy of it. Uh, it shouldn't be very expensive. It's just a small paperback book. Well worth having, though. The Ernst Haas is fairly new. It's on Steidl, as is the Saul Leiter, which has been out for a while. And I highly recommend all three of these if you're interested in seeing uh, what some of the great color photographers of our time have done. And as always, if you guys enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, and as always, subscribe to The Art of Photography for more videos. And until the next one, I'll see you guys then. Later.